0: Monica Matthews Monica Matthew Show. Matthew Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Just when you didn't think it could become any stranger living in the Twilight Zone called the United States of America, you now have a movement of Republicans naming themselves Republicans for Joe 2020. I'm not sure I can think of anything more sinister. It is impossible for you to call yourself a Republican and support Joe Biden or any, any form of the Democrat ticket. It is impossible. Please turn in your GOP card for life. Things have gotten so out of control in this country that it's, it's like... Where uh, yesterday I said, or two days ago on my show, I said, Where are your leaders? Right? Where are your leaders? And I asked a question on Twitter today asking many of you, Are you just how do y'all feel about the fact that everyone you elected seems to be hiding under their desk? I mean, how do you feel about that, especially as Republicans? Over 1,400 people uh, have liked it. Hundreds of, have answered the question. You guys are disenfranchised. Some of you feel like this is just a phase we're going through and this too shall pass. Uh, many of you are scared to death of what this means for white America because you can see the full frontal assault against white America. Here in the state of Georgia today, the hate crimes bill passed sitting on the governor's desk. A colleague of mine, Bill Black, believes that this particular hate crimes legislation doesn't have quite the teeth that it purports to have and I have not gone through the legislation with a fine tooth comb but I plan on it I'm going to tell you why this is ultra scary in this day and age because whites are in fact being targeted ad nauseum I live in the city of Atlanta where we finally disbanded um, where the Wendy's burned down to the ground there was created a shrine also bootleg merchandise to uh, hail the latest saint of Black America of, of of Criminals Are Us in the way of Rayshard Brooks. Rayshard Brooks beat the hell out of his kids. He was indicted. He was convicted. He was imprisoned for it. Our local news media and your mainstream media nationally will never tell you that. It is malpractice of the most disgusting at the most disgusting level, I just, for the life of me, I don't understand it. I recently came under fire myself for, for dissent. You are not allowed to have a dissenting opinion on anything if the other person does not look like you, and you are white. I'm just here to tell you. It is costing jobs, it is costing reputations, it is costing families and livelihoods. It could cost you your life. We had a shrine built in the Wendy's parking lot. There were kids in their teens, up to grown men in their 20s, who were walking around with automatic weapons tied around their necks to ensure that blacks could enter and whites could not. For the past Four years of my radio career, I have been screaming from the rooftops that this was the ultimate goal of this particular regime in Atlanta. It has been the long-term goal for just about every administration in the city of Atlanta. When your mayor stands up and says, this is black girl magic and it's real, that is not a joke. My point is, everything that we see happening right now in the country should not be a surprise to you. It should not, because they've been telling you that they're going to do it. And now they're doing it. But we didn't think it was possible. We didn't think people really felt that way. We didn't think that people really believed that way. And so now we jump into the empathy pool with them so we can kind of sort of feel, you know, what they're feeling, right? The them and the us, The haves and the have-nots, the slaves and the enslaved, uh, or the slave masters. I mean, it is astonishing. Reminds me of a friend of mine who left a perfectly great marriage, a man who loved her beyond belief. Beautiful couple, beautiful marriage, beautiful child. Left it so that she could empathize with her mother who had been abused when she was in her previous marriage. This young person wanted to know how the mother felt. She wanted to empathize. That is called a spiritual sickness. That is spiritual and mental illness. Do you understand? So for those of you who are empathizing with Black Lives Matter, and you refuse to go to the website and understand that this is the dismantling of America as you know it, you're going to have a third party rise out of this. And your youth are following them like they're the Pied Piper. If you do not wake up and stop empathizing with this, you're going to lose the country. And I don't care if President Trump is reelected. You're going to lose the country. I mean, I do care. And God willing, he will be. In spite of the Joe Biden, you know, the Republicans for Biden 2020. You should be ashamed of yourselves posting things of that nature. It is impossible for you to call yourself a patriot and, and, and side with anything on the left at this point. There is nothing constitutionally endearing on the left. Not one thing. Many of you are very concerned about the constitutionality of this hate crimes legislation. I, for one, think it's BS. I've never been a fan of hate crimes legislation. A crime is a crime is a crime is a crime. Uh, Unless, uh, no, the the one form of legislation I am in favor of adding additional penalties for is criminal gang activity. And we can't seem to get that on a federal level because we're too busy rolling back. We're too busy reforming. We're too busy allowing people out of prison who have done nonviolent crime, such as trafficking, uh, child molestation, um, drugs, things of that nature, extortion, racketeering, right? Uh, th- those are the things that criminal thug elements do, but you know what else they do? They support your local elections. They support you municipalities. They support your gubernatorial races. They support the presidency. It is beyond me that we have not recovered ourselves as a nation from the wiles of a very crafty enemy and that the folks on the right cannot seem to find their courage and their love, their love for this country. You would think that courage, you know, courage does come when love is greater than fear, that is the only way for courage, and and for uh, freedom to reign supreme, is if love trumps fear. Notice I didn't say hate, because at the root of hate is fear. It is an it is a inordinate, uh, disproportionate, the insane amount of pride and fear. All of it is demonic, right? So it's astonishing to me that no, that, that it, ad, ad nauseum in our churches, no one teaches these things. We're literally walking around like blind sheep. It is astonishing to me of how much of the country is made up of Christians, the voting base of Christians. And we don't know our butts from a hole in the ground in the moment, at the moment, spiritually, as well as politically. And we stand around befuddled and go, wow, I can't believe our leaders have done this. Well, you've elected them for the past hundred years. You've chosen people who are after your own heart and your own mind. I've done it too. It is egregious. Finally dismantled. I don't know who called in the police. I don't know if it was the governor of Georgia today, but finally disbanded this this militia of thugs who had taken over city blocks who were turning whites away, uh, th- brandishing you know, semi-automatic and automatic weapons. I mean, what? what? What country do we live in? Speaking of my city, and as the nation burns, uh, next Tuesday, the city of Atlanta will recognize Rayshard Brooks with a proclamation. The details are still forthcoming, but Brooks' kids, his widow, brothers and sisters are expected to be there. One of our councilmen, Antonio Brown, says the sacrifice Brooks made has reshaped Atlanta's perspective on public safety. The sacrifice Rayshard Brooks made: to drive drunk, fall asleep in a drive-through, resist arrest, grab the taser of a police officer, run, turn, fire, hit the officer in the face with his own taser. Subsequently, uh, has a gun drawn upon him, shot twice, and he's dead. But apparently he's a saint And he is someone who has His, his sacrifice has altered the, uh, the, the perspective on public safety You know what? It has You know why? Because our cops are staying home And if anyone tells you differently They're lying Because anything that comes out of the city of Atlanta Or the Atlanta Police Department Comes directly down from the mayor's office I don't know how your cities work But that's how this one does so if you're going to get the truth, you may as well turn off your FM and your AM radio stations because they're not going to give it to you. No one is going to give you the unadulterated truth. They're all in bed with our municipality. Your local television stations, same way. They're all in bed with our municipalities. I'm sorry to say that. You're not going to get the full story. And it is malpractice. It is journalistic malpractice as far as I'm concerned. It is unforgivable. It is unforgivable to share disinformation with people. This isn't even misinformation, half-truths. These are abject lies. Creating a cult of disinformation and misunderstanding and divisiveness. That is what happened. This is what's happening in my city and cities across the nation. I just read today where there's a city who is making it illegal for whites to not wear a face mask. But blacks can go without a face mask now please explain that to me considering that blacks apparently are um inordinately inordinately uh compared to whites and other groups um affected by COVID-19 I mean how how many weeks have been hearing about that diabetes obesity there are things within the community you know because the white guy apparently makes everybody eat cholesterol filled food and sugar and you know and use their wick uh benefits every month to buy a bunch of crap in their grocery carts, right? Because we all as whites show up at the grocery store with a gun pointed to people's heads and telling them, you know, how to hate on themselves and not take care of themselves through diet and self-loathing. Right? Because that's your responsibility, by the way, it's your fault. At least that's what you're supposed to believe. Well now there's a city that says, ha, joke's on you, whiteies. You're wearing a mask. I mean, I'm reading today where Texas is about to fall into the same trap, Florida as well. There are cities in Florida, counties in Florida that are making it mandatory to wear a mask. What? What are we doing? What are we allowing to happen? A friend of mine said today, I don't understand why patriots are not standing up saying, hell no, we won't go. We're not doing this. I had a lady literally block me. She stood in the middle of the aisle yesterday at the grocery store with a mask on her face. She was in workout clothes, about 50 years old. My friend and I are in the middle of the aisle. We're trying to find paper towels, which, by the way, still can't find, really, at a Kroger here in the city of Atlanta. Good luck. Toilet paper and now paper towels, apparently, are the thing. So we're looking for paper towels. She, She stands in the middle of the aisle and looks at us like she's going to run us over because we don't have masks on. And I look back at her and I thought, well, hell, you can stand there all day for all I care. I mean, Dodo, dum-dum, hello, you're the one with a mask on. You're cool. You're good. Remember? We're the ones exposed. Lady walks by, mask. Says that to a friend of mine in the airport, mask, because she's not wearing her mask. Because she has health problems and she's, oh, she has beat cancer twice. She has breathing problems. She has all kinds of health issues that she deals with and all kinds of medication. She's not supposed to wear a mask. We have lost our damn minds. Do you understand that? We're no longer waiting on 1984. We're living in it. And if you don't think all of this was calculated from the Obama administration down, you are absolutely living in the twilight zone. We discovered that today with Peter Strzok's, uh, you know, unredacted and now revealed notes. Right? Remember Peter Strzok, FBI agent who was shacking up with, Lois Lane or whatever the hell her name is, who's now, you know, paid fifty to $75,000 a year, likely, uh, as a contributor on MSNBC, Lisa Page. I mean, someone who's, you know, slept around the office, and they now she's a hero, too. You know, it's astounding. His notes revealed that the Obama administration, along with Sally Yates, I know that really bothers some of you because you really, like, you thought Sally was one of us. Uh, Sally Yates and, and Joe Biden to target General Flynn to target the president. I mean, and Comey included. I mean, all of this is being revealed now. All of this is being revealed as a takedown, as a shakedown, as a coup. And here's the question. How? What are you going to do when justice is not served? Because again, I keep going back to some of you and you're going to be told that it's enough that we know what happened. It's enough that, that we know that, 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 The obstruction of justice, tyranny, mm, treason, sedition, all of those things occurred, right? All of which have consequences on our law books currently, by the way. But it's good enough for you just to know, now we know who the bad actors are. Okay, well tell that to the woman who was raped. She knows who a rapist is, the jury does too, and they're like, well, okay, or the judge does rather. Okay, well, hey, at least you know who the guy is, right? I mean, at least he, at least it's revealed. It's right there. We see the video. There's his face. There's you. Gosh, so sorry that happened. Uh, you know, kind of move on. Let's move on. Next, next, next. Some There's another three ring circus to pay attention to. This all has an effect on us as a nation that is so palpable. Please don't let it numb you. I keep begging you. Please don't. People are like, well, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to keep talking about emotions with people. And I'm like, no, emotions are important. It is important for you to recognize your emotions about something. More importantly, it is important enough for you to act. Why aren't you showing up at your state capitol? Why aren't you showing up with your pitchforks? You know, not clearly I'm not inciting some kind of uh, violent takeover. But why aren't you showing up with your megaphones? You know why? Because as conservatives, we don't react that way. That's not who we are. Well, maybe it should be. Laura Loomer today, who's running for Congress in Florida, I forget the district, great young lady, Jewish girl, I mean, she has gone to head to toe. I mean, head to toe, back to front, bottom to top with people like Linda Sassour, uh, Twitter. She's taking Twitter on legally right now. They have banned her for life, right? You've seen her as the looking like the crazy lady who, you know, stormed the Twitter headquarters and refused to leave, uh, boycotting their censorship against our First Amendment rights. Um, She's running for Congress. She's very bright. She's smart. She knows exactly what the heck's going on. And she has said, you know, wake up. The party needs activists. And a Republican friend of mine looks at me and goes, no, that's not what we do. I'm like, I know. And it's not working. You can be a gentleman. You can be an activist and have people on the back lines working covertly. That's exactly what the Democrats do. It's what they've always done. Where are we? Where is your party? Your country is burning. You're going to lose it, even with a Trump election. Please quit looking at this Trump election. As this is our get-out-of-jail-free card for the next three to four years, it is absolutely not. If you think we're under siege right now as a nation, you have seen nothing yet, baby. Nothing. You're about to see all stops pulled. And you probably don't want to be in an urban area when he wins in November. You probably don't want to be in Washington, D.C. when that happens. I mean, this is absolutely war. So where are our activists? Where are you, conservatives? Where are you, libertarians, who at least are not six months away from anarchy? Who have, you know, you're kind of just, you're right of that center, but fine, don't tread on me. I get it. But, you know, they are treading on you. They're suffocating you. They're strangling you. They're literally uh, desecrating your constitutional rights. And you libertarians are the, are the chief ones running through the streets with your constitution. Oh, forget law enforcement. We don't, you know, there's just, these no-knock warrants. I'm like, that is one aspect of the problem. I, I don't see you out there protecting your neighborhoods. Where are you? Don't tread on me. What are you going to do when they come for you? And they will. They will come for you. They're coming for all of us. So where are you, America? Where are you, patriots? Where are you, conservatives? Joe Biden for 2020? Republicans for Biden? Republicans for Joe 2020? Are you kidding me? You're an embarrassment. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Abject embarrassment of this country. Don't ever associate yourself with this party again, ever as a Republican. You don't deserve us. And we damn sure don't need you. All right, I gotta go. I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. Monica On Air Talk on Twitter. Monty Matthews on Facebook. iTunes, Stitcher, all kinds of places. My website is being updated right now. And you know, for the record, I just want to set something straight. I haven't done this because legally, I'm, I'm probably not supposed to, but I'm going to. You ready? I was not fired from my radio job because of comments about a black reporter here in the city of Atlanta. That tweet that went out from my former employer was extremely deceptive and it was defaming and it was absolutely inherently intrinsically false. There is no truth to that whatsoever. I was let go and the AJC actually did a fine little piece on it, by the way. I was let go on May 19th and I cannot get into the reasons why. Had nothing to do with me taking a mainstream media local news outlet to task for being bigoted uh, insensitive and downright disgusting during during watching my city burn laughing about my law enforcement officers being pummeled with bottles of, of piss and water I still have the recording of that night I couldn't believe my ears I could not believe what I was hearing on a particular news station here could not believe it so I took this journalist this anchor woman to task and she's black And guess what? I'm not. And that's not something you're allowed to do because dissent of the white person must be silenced. You are a bigot. You are a racist white girl. Be quiet. How dare you slander my great name in the community? And in the meantime, let me call upon all all of my hounds within the Black Lives Matter movement. They're coming for you. It's not just me. They're coming for you. So just know that. And you better stand strong. This is not the time to cower. This is not the time to be under your seat. This is not the time to hide behind President Trump. Nope. This is the time for you to pick up your stones, as in gonads, collectively, individually, as a party. Get out there and be the activist that you are. Your voice needs to be heard. Where are you? That's my question. They'll come for me. They'll come for you. Keep talking. Until tomorrow. Love you. Be good to your neighbor, beginning with yourself. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. Follow Monica on Twitter at MonicaOnAirTalk On Talk. On Facebook at Monty Matthews. This is how you live life with Monica Matthews.